0: Hello everyone, good morning. So I want to cover two studies I covered a while ago I think and uh, it's important because I'm having more chats now with people and realising there's still some of you that think that eating a rigid, clean, quote-unquote clean diet plan or meal plan will give you better results than eating the foods you like but managing the total energy from those foods and actually trying a bit harder to hit your protein target. So what that looks like is I list down the foods I like, I list down the meals I actually like. This is what all of you should be doing. And I go, right, I like a burrito. I like a bowl of oats and I like my scrambled egg on toast with avocado. I like this, all right, write them down. I work out the calories of those meals and the protein of those meals, right? So when I then I'll just eat a day of the foods I actually like eating. I know this sounds like maybe basic, but most people don't even do this. So I'll eat the meals I like, Okay, so I'll have my breakfast that I like, I'll have the lunch that I like, I'll have a dinner that I like, and I'll have snacks that I like, and I'll actually track that whole thing and I'll see where it lands. And then you'll notice, oh wow, it's like 2,800 calories and my protein is like 70 grams. And then you'll say, well, the targets I need to lose weight are 2,300 and my protein target is 105. Sorry, block notes. And my, to- my protein target is 105. What do I do from here? Well, you don't throw away the foods you like and go to a diet plan that is chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, or fish and rice, fish and rice cake, fish and rice, or you know, like boring asparagus and green veg and lean meat. So right? you don't go, you don't go that route. You go down the route of what do I need to tweak from the foods I actually like that i that I'm sick to to hit my calorie target. And most often than not, it's reducing the portion size of something, realising that, oh, whoa, the granola I'm eating is like, wow, 450 calories. Maybe I'll drop that down to 300. Or, whoa, I'm having like two um, Frappuccinos from Starbucks a day. And that's like loads of calories. (coughs) Sorry. Um, Or, oh, whoa, like I'm not having enough protein. Like one of the meals I'm having has got like no protein in it. Maybe can add some chicken to it or add my vegan alternative to it. And you go, oh wow, I've now designed food that I like eating and it's hit my calories and protein. That is it. The end. You have hit the optimal thing for fat loss, for for how you stick to it, for your mindset, for not feeling trapped, for literally enjoying the process. Like you've literally reached the holy grail of where you need to get to. Some of you still stuck in, oh give me a meal plan, give me a meal plan, give me something to eat. You can go off templates and work with them if you want to try meals that you don't know if you like, but honestly, the first thing you need to do is just list out the meals you actually like eating three breakfasts, three lunches, three dinners, five snacks. List them out what you like eating and go from there. Now, to back this up, let's have a look at early studies of flexible dieting. Okay, these are important. So, in 1991, there was a study on looking at diet- dieting restraint okay so we had rigid control which meant inflexible all-or-nothing approach to eating so food choices and timings are based on set non-negotiable rules for example you must eat a breakfast you must eat a lunch you must eat a dinner um, you must eat these foods um, you must not eat these foods and it's either you're honest or you're off it you lose it right that's that so you got the flexible approach was um, You can pick different serving sizes you could um pick the foods you like you didn't have any foods that were banned you had more flexibility in when you wanted to eat as well you didn't have to eat breakfast you could eat lunch you could have bigger lunch bigger dinner um you could you didn't label foods as healthy or unhealthy you pretty much just ate the food you like okay so those are the two different groups they looked at the research and let's look at what happened in the research the rigid group was associated with overeating because they were emotionally stressed they had more problematic eating behaviors and have been more binge eating why is this well you are literally putting yourself in a dietary cage you're eating five percent of the foods available to you if less you are typically eating foods you don't really like because you think they're healthy or clean you don't have much of a variety because you, you're stuck into that small subgroup of foods you're always feeling like you're 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 trapped because you don't feel free you can't go out socially and have food out and drinks you 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 feel pressured when it comes to the weekend because you've been good in the week but the weekend is coming and oh no I got an anniversary or a dinner or a wedding and oh my god everything's gonna go down the pan now you have more stress right obviously this isn't the way to live guys whoever told you to live this way and we just follow it like what are we doing the other way is actually healthier not only like this isn't even a scenario where one way's got loads some pros and one way's got some pros and it's kind of balanced it is literally the flexible approach, you lose more weight over time, you keep it off, you retain more muscle mass, you're happier, you're less stressed, you have less binge eating, you have less problematic eating behaviors, you enjoy more social scenarios, you're a better person to be around, you are free from the prison of diet culture. Like, it is literally so one-sided that is absolutely baffling why there's still a lot of people still falling down the trap of eating the same Old diet plans whether it's keto whether it's paleo or some of these might be like you're doing it like vegetarian is fine but like you're falling down these traps and you think one is superior none are superior when protein and calories are the same in and what I mean by this is if there's research done it's like right what's the best diet the Mediterranean diet the keto diet the paleo diet Atkins diet okay you're all claiming to be the best right if we if all of you okay did this diet but you you have to hit the same calorie target and protein but you can do the rest of it you can go and do your little your little um your little plays on foods you can have that well you keep it to this period is this <coughs> sorry right you can do your little variation but you must keep your protein and calories the same in all the diet you're doing right who wins nobody it's the same results for fat loss wow okay so why do i have to pick one or the other you don't You don't even want to be associated with each of those tribes. Those tribes are just gonna battle each other, waste your energy. I don't want to be tribalism. Don't want to be tribalism in the world in general, but I definitely don't want to be tribalism in the nutrition space because whoa is full of shit, right? So, greater flexible control was linked with fewer reports of disordered eating and dysfunctional eating. The stricter the diet, the more likely the dieter was to break the rules and overeat. Simple, okay? Simple. In 1994. Shering and colleagues found that flexible control was inversely associated with body mass index BMI. So the more flexible people were with their dieting or their eating and diet as their diet as in food, the lower their body weight. Wow. Okay, 1999, Smith says, and his colleagues found, Flexible dieting, lower body weight, absence of overeating, low levels of anxiety and depression, rigid dieting associated with overeating and increased body weight. Wow. Also 1999, Hoff and colleagues Right, rigid control, higher body weight, more frequent or severe episodes of binge eating. So I have to keep going on. Two thousand and two, the same thing was found again by Stewart and colleagues. Rigid, rigid diets and eating disorder symptoms, body image disturbance, higher BMI. God, we can go on and on and on, on and on and on and on and on. But you know that you know you know what to do now. If you're thinking diet plans or someone telling you what to eat is the solution, it's not imagine being told what to eat by someone else you like all these foods yeah bin you're gonna eat these foods what is it our oh, foods you don't like you get results oh well i really yeah yeah you definitely get results doing this way oh wait that let me look at the research <laughs> mate sorry if i follow your way of your strict diet plan I actually get worse results not that i'm at high risk of anxiety and depression and binge eating disordered eating what are you doing what are you doing promoting this stuff who do you think you are promoting this stuff to people you know what I mean? Like, well, you Look at the research absolutely clear. So what you're doing is you're, you're, you're damaging me. And I'm damaging myself by even agreeing to go down that ro- route. And you think, wow, what's going on in the fitness industry when it's th- this clear? <clears throat> well, one thing, you've got people who are lazy. Just tell, I just want to be told what to do and then I'll do it, okay? What's the consequences of this? I don't know, I don't care. Well, you should care because this is the exact problem you're in from the start been I mean, following, 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 following the cheap magazines, da, 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 any online course, blah, 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 puts you in the shitter. Then you have got all of this conditioning to unravel. Still all or nothing, all or nothing mindset ingrained in so many of you because of these diet, diets that tell you you either on it or you're off. Slimming world, you're either on or you're off. Weight watchers are either on it or you're off. You know, this new Zoe thing, you're either on Zoe Ponce or you're off the Zoe Ponce. Alright, where do we stand then? Why can't I just be bumbling about in the middle? Flexible some days I'm... Um, my energy intake is great. <coughs> Some days my energy intake is more. Some days my protein is g- <coughs> sorry. Some days my protein intake is good. Some days my protein intake is not so good. But overall, I'm in. The, I'm, I'm I'm around about my calorie target. I'm around about my protein target. One day I'll at McDonald's. One day I'll have a pizza. I'll have a few drinks with my family in the weekend. I'll have a Sunday roast. Wow. I'm living life, losing weight over time, or maintaining a body weight. And I'm cracking on with living because let me tell you when you get to your deathbed which I hope is in a very long time what are you gonna be thinking well I hope you don't think about this stuff but when you think back wow I spent decades decades eating just stupid diets and made me w- gain more weight over time which is what the research says even our own survey with turtle says this 1,800 people on the slimming worlds the more diets someone did the more time they were dieting or the longer they were taking to diet to lose weight so they basically the more diet you do the higher the chance you're gonna be trying to lose weight for the rest of your life and that is absolutely terrifying why are you want to be losing weight for the rest of your life imagine a life where you're not trying to lose weight anymore and this doesn't mean a life of not caring about your nutrition we eat every single day we're obviously gonna be thinking about food every day but we don't let it take over our lives I brush my teeth twice a day so do you you're not thinking of brushing your teeth all throughout the day now you're thinking, oh, fucking 11 the shit, now. Did I brush my teeth right? Did I use the best toothpaste? Oh, shit, I think I missed the back of my tooth. I don't. Know. Oh, no, I need. Ah, oh, shit, 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 shit. Ah, oh, no. We don't think this way because it's just something we do for the benefit of it and it's gone. But when it comes to nutrition, <coughs> we need the similar type of mindset. You know? We should be looking at eating. We should be looking at eating as feeling as well, right? We should be looking at it as I'm eating now and I'm going to knock and. If my e- if thoughts come in about eating between when i meant to eat well, so i think about eating when it's time i'll go for a walk and we know sometimes cravings kick in but really there's a lot of things that we can do there's a lot of things we do daily where we don't let it override our brain so just because you're thinking about something daily doesn't mean you have to override the brain all day the high the, if you're doing a strict meal plan on a severe deficit you probably will be thinking of food more because you're going to be very hungry and that's not helping. But sometimes you're gonna feel a bit hunger in a deficit. So I just want you to, <coughs> sorry, remember that. And I wanna finish on this really important study. And now, I'm not saying eat 100% of your diet with mass bars. That's not what I'm saying here. This next study is not saying this either. So please don't say, oh, turtle is saying, or papa saying this. No, right? So ultra processed foods is really that bad. The first thing in your brain is going to go, obviously, ultra process. Whoa, what does process mean? Take something from its raw form, and it goes through a process, ends up here. Does that process have to be bad? No, of course not. Whey protein goes through a process; it ends up from kind of a byproduct to a high-quality source of protein, which has got loads of benefits. The Greeks who even found out about whey protein, so called the elixir of life. They saw the benefits of it without the science behind the back of it. So, you've got these processes. When you think of process, you think of sausages, you think of the bad stuff. There's processes that some foods go through that improve them or make them into a different type of food or product that we consume in a different way. Yogurt is highly processed. Yogurt is considered ultra processed, right? Obviously, it's not in its raw form of milk, it's in a cheese. To another process, another process adds vitamins, minerals. We love yogurt, happy days, <clears throat> but we only think processing bad, right? So, in 2001, a study found that a diet with a combination of processed <coughs> and unprocessed foods had more nutrients than a diet composed of only unprocessed foods with the same calories. The study also found that food patterns created using unprocessed foods were significantly more expensive. Than those created using foods in the ultra-processed category. The study determined whether nutrient-adequate food patterns could be created using unprocessed foods only, which is, you know, fruits, lean meats, veggies, that type of stuff, right? Or using ultra-processed foods. The goal was to create an optimized 2,000-calorie food pattern that met standard for 22 nutrients: magnesium, folate, iron, fiber, vitamin C, vitamin A, all that type of stuff, right? so can you get an optimized 2000 calorie diet hitting all the 22 nutrients they're looking at using only unprocessed foods is it possible the researchers used machine learning models all this type of stuff and not look at the combinations okay here some vitamins came largely from unprocessed foods okay so when we look at the results here linear programming models machine learning models generated optimized 2000 calorie food patterns by selecting from all foods unprocessed foods only ultra processed foods only or some other combination are you with me so some vitamins came largely from unprocessed foods these include vitamin C vitamin D vitamin B 84% of vitamin B12 came from unprocessed foods similarly vitamin A mainly comes from unprocessed foods in diets uh, than in ultra processed foods right so we got this kind of mix here as shown by the observed diets and model food patterns ultra-processed foods accounted for the bulk of added sugar, total sugar, obviously, <coughs> sodium, carbohydrates and saturated fat, okay, but although ultra-processed foods were the principal dietary sources for added sugar, sodium and saturated fat, they also provided substantial amounts of vitamin E, thiamine, niacin, folate and calcium. These micronutrients mostly come from the ultra-processed foods in observed diets and model food patterns in the study. So. Iron came mainly from ultra-processed foods as well, and we know how important that is. And in both diets and in model food patterns, well, zinc was more evenly split. Food patterns created using unprocessed foods were significantly more expensive at a daily cost of £13.60 compared to those using ultra-processed foods. Okay, so it's much more expensive. So the study concluded that some ultra-processed foods are needed for nutri- nutrient-adequate diets. Ultra-processed foods are the main sources, like I said, of added sugar, saturated fat, sodium, but also many vitamins, vitamin E, thiamine, niacin, folate, calcium, iron. Okay, so when you look at the results of the study, what it's saying is that it wasn't possible for them to hit a two thousand calorie diet, hit all the twenty-two vitamins that the thresholds with just unprocessed foods. They had to add to the machine learning model ultra-processed foods. To hit those targets, so it is optimal for you to figure out the food you love. Look at them and go. What is the composition of my diet? Is it very ultra processed? Is it processed? Is it unprocessed? And don't be scared to have your favorite cereal. Don't be scared to have your yogurt. Don't be scared to have your dark chocolate or chocolate bar. Right? Don't be scared to have the ice cream. Don't be scared of the bag of crisps. Don't be scared of these. Th- don't be scared of. You know, once or twice a week, you go and have a McDonald's or a Burger King or like an a, a, a eating out restaurant, right? It's this variety, this range of foods that brings us those vitamins and minerals that we do need. So, it's optimal to do this. So, I hope that's enough of a kick in your ass for you to realise, <coughs> yeah, okay, it's okay if I have, my, you know, a chocolate bar today. It's okay if I overate a bit today on this food. <coughs> it's okay if I had... That cake can work it's okay if I went out for food tonight and I did have like you know a pie and chips you know it's okay to have these things as long as overall over time your calories which is your energy is about where you need to be for a deficit and your protein target is there BAM done and one more thing about calories of some people not all calories are cr- <coughs> while wow, this cough is really annoying not all calories are created equal people say well the mistake people make here is is that a calorie is just a unit of measurement so it's like saying a kilogram is different to another kilogram it's not a kilogram is a kilogram whilst you can have a kilogram of feathers and a kilogram of you know like metal that's obviously gonna look different or whatever the composition of the kilogram is different but the kilogram is a kilogram when it comes to fat loss it is mainly down to energy okay so it's mainly down to the energy um, what that energy contains in terms of macronutrients is where the energy comes from is also important, um, and this is why this mix is great. But in the end of the day, like what the total energies what matters. This doesn't mean eat all your energy from mazbaz. It just means that you can have a mix of the energy coming from different sources of higher to lower nutrient dense foods, and you can still get the same fat loss as r- results as seen in numerous studies. Plus. You're at less risk of anxiety, depression, about all these food stuff, less risk of disordered eating, less risk of hating life, less risk of hating eating, More, less risk of uh, hating social events and so forth. So think about it. Make some changes now. This is important. Break free and um, it'll change your life. So hope this podcast was useful. Speak to you soon.